Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast, the final one for 2021. What are we going to do? Well, we are going to talk to Kelly Moore, CJOB Sports Director and host of our Jets coverage on CJOB about the team that hasn't played in so long, the Winnipeg Jets. They've got a game Sunday in Vegas. We hope it happens. This long layoff, what kind of impact will it have? Dave Lowry getting to run a lot of practices with his new team. That and more coming up on the podcast. Well, let's talk about the Winnipeg Jets, who are going to Vegas on Sunday and hosting our pregame coverage at 1 o'clock on Sunday is Kelly Moore, CGOB Sports Director. Kelly, you haven't been on the show in a while. Welcome. Are you going to guarantee me that we're going to be hosting the pregame show for Curtis Carpets at 1 o'clock on Sunday? I don't know if I can guarantee anything yeah. in this day and age, Kelly. Yeah. But we hope that the Smart show call. starts at 1. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our, our, it is our intention to have the Curtis Carpets pregame show start at one and the play-by-play at three with Paul Edmonds and Jamie Thomas. I don't ever remember, Christian, a season, uh, and of course everything is off the table uh, in the world we're living in right now, but I don't remember where there was a two-week mid-season break. Uh, so this is going to be a little bit different. You just talked about the amount of goals that were scored in that Tampa Bay, Florida game, and then there were all the goals that were scored, oh my you gosh, know, in the yeah. in the night before. Uh, what was it? Thirty three in the three games. Yeah, and the one, yeah. yeah, the Sharks Coyotes game specifically. There were fourteen right. before yeah. the shootout. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, the way the Jets have been practicing, they've tried to mitigate against that and. You know, Vegas, as you mentioned earlier on in the show, will have two games under their belt uh, before that uh, Sunday afternoon face-off. So I have to think that it'll be the old KISS method of keep it simple, stupid, uh, you know, from the Winnipeg Jets perspective. And, you know, Paul Stastny's talked about that a little bit too, that they want to try to get back to a simpler game because that uh, would be the template that successful teams use. And uh, so we'll we'll see if the Jets are able to employ that or not. Uh, you know, it's always such a rabid atmosphere at T-Mobile Arena. It's, I guess, it, you know, it, it would be a little bit difficult whether you're the home team or the visiting team to try to maintain that slow and steady as she goes type of approach. I'm curious your take on this, Kelly, about the break. I mentioned this earlier in the show as well. The fact that it's such a unique situation where you you switch coaches. Hmm. And then you have almost two weeks to work with this team that now you're tasked with taking over. Uh, so often you'll have a games, 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 and then maybe you get a practice. He's had, you know, I don't know what, six practices now between the time that they last played the Blues and will have a couple more before Sunday. How much of an asset is this for a new coach to work with his team this many times before playing a game? Twofold. And you played the clip of uh, Dave Lowry earlier in the show talking about getting over the emotional aspect of Paul Maurice stepping away as well. Uh, it, it, I think it's allowed the team to settle into, okay, this is, uh, the, you know, the new sheriff in town. Uh, and it wasn't that long ago, Kristen, I can't remember whether I was on Cam Poitras's show or maybe I was on Jim Toe's show or it was somebody's show. I might have been talking to Greg Mackling and Brett McGarry. Before all these postponements uh, started to come down the line, maybe we were even talking on the on the pregame show. I have no idea. Every day kind of melds into another. But, you know, we, we were trying to figure out, okay, when is Dave Lowry going to get the opportunity 
to, to work with these guys a little bit, even if they're just subtle tweaks, how to implement them. <laughs> little did we know uh, with what you've just described, all of the practice time that they've had, uh, and they're still going to have a couple more skates, which is great, uh, because uh, listening to Christian Veselainen today, it sounded like he still needs some time uh, to get up to snuff. They'll probably uh, have an opportunity. I don't know. Uh, I know they're going to skate before they head to Vegas, uh, but it sounds like Andrew Kopp has at least been able to get on the ice and and work out and be somewhat ready to go. Uh, so, you know, when you when you look at everything, and it's easy, man, is it easy in these days to uh, look at the black lining of everything that happens? Uh, but uh, you know, when you uh, take a look at, at how things could have been and how things have worked out for the Winnipeg Jets, uh, they uh, didn't have to play any games without Andrew Kopp and Christian Veselainen, and they're going to play far fewer games without Blake Wheeler than I think they were originally planning on. Well, that's a good point that I hadn't thought about either. The fact that, the, you know, this two-week break means that Blake Wheeler will miss probably fewer games. They're going to have to make this up on the back end, right? You've done the sure. math. The Jets are among the teams that have the most games to make up yeah. right now in the NHL. But perhaps February is enough time to get that done. But we've already seen the precedent set by the NHL saying, hey, we don't want games in empty barns. We don't know how long those restrictions are going to last in Manitoba. If I were a betting man, I'd say in two weeks' time, they won't suddenly, COVID won't be gone, <laughs> Omicron won't be gone, and we'll still have to, to work with restrictions here in Manitoba. No, but as we saw last year, Christian, if a worst-case scenario were to develop, the NHL is not the least bit averse to playing the uh, postseason in, well into July. So I think that uh, if they had to, rather than having teams playing five games in seven nights, which is just asinine as far as i'm concerned um you know let's not get into an edmonton elk situation uh like that last uh, what was a couple of weeks of the canadian football last year at the end sure exactly so i don't think you're going to see that scenario unfold right now as it stands you know the i think the jets could comfortably handle uh the uh, the backlog of games that they have to make up through the olympic break and that would still include you know, the four or five days or whatever it is for the uh, the All-Star festivities to take place in Vegas. They have seven games. They'd have the better part of 14 or 15 days. So if you played every other day, you could make those up and still have your schedule resume the way that it was supposed to after the Olympic break. But if, if you get into, you know, the 10 to 12 games right now, I believe Ottawa, Montreal, Calgary, and Toronto are on the high side at eight each, and then you have uh, the Winnipeg Jets and the Colorado Avalanche at seven apiece. At least that, <laughs> I always put a disclaimer, Christian. The last I looked, uh, that was the case. Uh, but um, you know, we'll 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 see how things play out. Uh, you know, with uh, further restrictions, you just talked about what's going on in Ontario now, where they're only going to allow a thousand people in the stands. Well, that's not going to fly in Toronto or Ottawa. Let's face no. it. So, uh, you know, depending on when uh, the Leafs are playing next at home, I think you can probably look at a few more uh, postponements there. The Leafs are on the high side already at eight postponed games, so they would be one of the teams that you'd have to be looking at. Uh, you know, that it gets a little bit more difficult. 
Jets don't have a home game until the 15th. They are scheduled to face the Senators. The 16th, they host the Oilers. So those are all Canadian games. So it's not like you just flop the locations. But let's just talk about this road trip, Kelly, from a performance standpoint. So much of our talk has been about just like logistics, but there are hockey games coming up, including Sunday in Vegas. They go from Vegas. They got the Coyotes, the Avalanche, and the Red Wings. Vegas and the Avalanche, two of the best teams in the NHL. The Coyotes, we know they're not good. Detroit's on the, a, a bit of an up and up right now. They're, they're definitely right with a one yeah in the past with a one week break. Now I just wonder, Christian. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's depending right. on what happens here now, can they possibly squeeze in a side trip to Nashville or Dallas yeah. in that one week break to at least take up one? And maybe two games because uh, yeah. the, the the rest of them are all home games. So you know they have the uh, Minnesota and Chicago, uh, and the, oh, no, I guess they you, you might be able to uh, squeeze in a side trip to Calgary there as well. There'd be another uh, road game there, but uh, uh, it, at least if you could take care of a couple of them, that eases the right. backlog during that Olympic break. Because I'm not you just saying, had two weeks I'm, off, and then you're going to play three games in five days and then you have another week off again right yeah but hey but as as Pierre-Luc Dubois said earlier today and as uh, Dave Lowry has been saying you know in the world that teams are living in right now you just kind of go with the flow and take whatever's thrown at you so let's look at Sunday's game before I let you go. The Golden Knights, sure. uh, they're without Max Pacioretty now. He had wrist surgery today. He's out indefinitely. A big blow for them because he's been he's been hurt before the season. He's only played in 16 games. He's got 21 points in 16 games. So that definitely changes their top line and their offensive firepower. Yeah, you know, and the, the cynics, and, 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 and I don't put you necessarily into that category, but, you know, you even mentioned that, well, you know, does this clear space for a guy like Jack Eichel? Well, <laughs> Jack Eichel hasn't played in a long time, so do you think he's going to be anywhere close to uh, uh, being able to play at the same level that Max Pacioretty was with 21 points in 16 games? I uh, highly doubt it, uh, but you know the Vegas Golden Knights have, uh, man, they they've had to play with a patchwork lineup uh, for a lot of this season. They they've had their own uh, COVID issues. Uh, uh, you know, and and who Christian coming out of the Christmas break, would you have bet with all the star power and the firepower on the Vegas Golden Knights that Chandler Stevenson would be far and away their leading scorer? No. <laughs> But we 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 saw that the his absence last year in the playoffs really hurt them. Yeah, yeah, true enough, true enough. But you know they've been able to survive lengthy absences from you know guys like Mark Stone. Max Pacioretty has only played sixteen games. You know they've had other people like uh, Zach Whitecloud, who's uh, very uh, underappreciated, I think, maybe uh, around the league. William Carlson's missed a ton of time. Uh, you know the 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 list of people that they've had out of their lineup is is quite significant, and yet they've been able to hang right in there. But you know when you talk about the significance of this game, Christian, it's huge for the Winnipeg Jets because as much as they and Vegas play in different divisions, uh, and Vegas is starting to make a push in the Pacific, uh, you know with Calgary and uh, Edmonton. Uh, you know, having to having come back down to earth a little bit, uh, but all of a sudden there's Vegas leading the Pacific Division again, uh, and 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 so you know it it was just a couple of weeks ago that Vegas was one of the teams that the Jets were battling for a wild card spot. <laughs> you know, so uh, I I think if they can if they can go into Vegas 
and and play somewhat you can't expect them to play like they did against St. Louis. But if they can somehow employ a similar style and be effective playing that way, I think that'll be a major win for them with the fact that that game will be their first in two weeks. Vegas has scored a lot of goals this year. Their goal yes, they have. has not been awesome. The Robin Leonard, Lauren Frasquad tandem hasn't been spectacular. They've given up 101 goals this year in 33 games. So they scored 120. Just for perspective, the Jets in three fewer games, they've only allowed 87 goals, but they've only scored 90. So right. different styles yeah. of games for sure between these two teams. Yeah, and, and the other thing too, Christian, is you know, T Mobile Arena, we've made reference to it already, mm-hmm. is kind of a you know, one of those destination places to play. And yet Vegas has been so so on home ice. You know, we talked a lot about yeah. you know the Jets and their ten and uh, six and one record at home. Well, Vegas is ten and seven at T Mobile. So, you know, they've had far better success at on the road than they've had at home. Uh so Perhaps there's an opportunity there uh, for the Jets to, to make some A. But I'd have to think that your expectations have to be for games two and three of that trip. Uh, if you can somehow pull out a point or possibly two in that first game after a two-week layoff, boy, I'll tell you, that'll that'll make up for some of the, the missteps against Arizona and Buffalo in the first half, won't it? I would think so. Kelly Moore, appreciate your time. Have yourself a, a happy new year, and hopefully we do hear you on the air at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Uh, absolutely, Christian, uh, and I know that uh, we'll have you alongside for the uh, Arizona and Colorado games, barring any further changes. That's my favorite statement now. Yes, that's the uh, the asterisk that we just assume people yeah. hear every time we say anything that's planned right now. So, yeah, anyway, exactly. Have a good night, yeah. Kelly. You too. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. Come on and thanks for all the fish. So sad that it should come to this. Try to warn you.